Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I am your host, Ulysses Del Toro, and uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for uh, being back and listening and watching, and uh, I really appreciate all of your support. Um, I've said it before, doing this podcast is just so much fun because I get to talk to uh, so many different people. I've made so many friends off of it, and um, I get really encouraged when I get messages from listeners um, telling me that they get really great advice or um, you know they hear something that they haven't really thought of to do in their business and that stuff I, that's the reason I do the podcast you know aside from um, wanting to interview all these interesting people and uh, kind of see into their mind of how how they work and how they do things I'm glad that this is a benefit to everybody so thank you guys for listening and um, just so you know uh, you can find me if you want to reach out and ask any questions want a specific topic on the podcast you can reach out to me on Instagram at wedding photo podcast you can also find me on Twitter at del Toro photo and you can join our Facebook group where we're constantly bringing up uh, different topics there different articles that we find and you can ask questions on there and um, get some answers from the community and I can bring it up here on the podcast as well. Uh, before we get started, I also want to uh, remind everybody that if you want to try a Narrative Publisher, uh, Publisher by Narrative is a software used to create blogs more efficiently and faster. I've been using them uh, f- since the beginning of the year and um, it really has improved uh how quickly and how efficient I'm able to get blogs out. Uh, it used to take me hours to put them together. Um, I, there's There probably were easier ways to do it. We, we just couldn't find an easier way. And when I discovered uh, Publisher by Narrative, it just took the entire headache away. It made everything super easy um, and it makes everything very fast. And I've been able to blog more consistently than I ever have using a publisher by narrative. And um, uh, we linked up with them and they are offering a 15% off code using code del Toro photo. So if you go and visit them, you can get 15% off. Um, you could also try them for free to see if you like it. And if you decide you want to go with it, you can use that 15% off all those links. Uh, and all the links to uh, this episode will be in the show notes. So uh, and lastly, don't forget, if you do want to support the podcast, um, I would really love to uh, for you to just leave a five-star rating, leave a review, uh, let me know what you think about this podcast. I think it helps more people uh, discover the podcast, um, share it with your friends. So again, thank you everybody for supporting the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, let's see. We'll just, well, I guess we'll just start with kind of catching up like we do every episode. Uh, nothing too new, uh, going on right now. Obviously we're still going through this pandemic, but, um, you know, things are, are slowly starting to feel normal as far as business goes. We've been doing some more engagement shoots lately. We've been doing some family shoots, um, and being mindful of the guidelines and, uh, playing everything very safe. Um, recently shot a wedding and, uh, this wedding ended up going through, um, again, it, it was for the most part, it was pretty safe. I think they had a little more uh, people than they might have should have, uh, but everything was outdoors. And um, as far as the guidelines go, they were kind of they were kind of following the rules for the most part. 
And and, and uh, at, at least for myself, I never felt in any type of danger. I was able to keep my distance, uh, wore a mask the entire time. So actually everything went pretty good. Um, but definitely this wedding is what pushed me to um, get uh, tested for COVID-19 for the first time. And here in our county, um, you can get that testing for free. And it's something I had been thinking about doing, but we haven't really been going anywhere. So, you know, I just, I just hadn't done it yet. Uh, but this time around, um, I waited a couple days after the wedding and decided to go get tested. And the test was super easy, very fast, and it's free. So I think, uh, and I tested negative so thank goodness on that. Uh, but I think after this, since I am doing some shoots here and there and we are kind of going out, even just to like to get groceries and those kinds of things, you're, you're around people. And I think it kind of um, makes you feel uh, it's, it makes you feel a little better knowing, you know, whether you have it or not just by getting tested. I think I'm going to start getting tested on a biweekly uh, case. It, it'll just make me feel more comfortable, especially to, you know, to be able to tell my clients like, Hey, just so you know, I'm getting regular, I'm getting tested regularly. And so far I'm negative. So I think it kind of puts their mind at ease as well. So, but other than that, things are going really great. Um, still just very hopeful for the future and, you know, we're, we're doing our part and just being safe. So we'll just, uh, we'll continue to do that. Um, we are trying something new, uh, this week. Uh, I'm really excited cause we got a couple of podcasts lined up, a couple of guests. Um, and for today's episode, we're trying something new. Uh, I, I recorded this podcast episode, um, via Skype and, um, I'm posting it on the YouTube channel. So if you want to watch it, you can go over to my YouTube channel. I'll also put the link in the show notes below in case you can't find it. But, um, yeah, I put this episode, it's the first time I did a full, a video interview episode and I'm going to share it on um, on YouTube. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, if you want to give me some feedback on, le- on it, let me know uh, how you feel about it. If it's a good thing, should I be doing it more often? Um, I haven't considered doing uh, uh, interviews, um, video interviews, face to face just because I don't necessarily have the exact equipment I need to do a full length um, video interview, but doing it over Skype, obviously that was really easy. So yeah, just let me know what you think. You can go watch this episode on YouTube. So if you want to do it that way, go check it out. But uh, today's guest, I have a returning guest, uh, Marcela Pulido. She is a destination wedding photographer. She was actually, like I said, she was a return. She's a returning guest. She was on episode fourteen, so I hadn't actually sat down and talked to her for about two years now. So I was really excited uh, to talk to her. She's got amazing work, and she's just an overall really cool person. And I loved talking to her. So she's got a new project that she's been working on called Vendors of Color, and it's a directory for vendors in the BIPOC community. Um, I thought it was a really great approach to add more support to the community. Um, And it was really interesting to hear how she got it started, what she's doing with it, who she has involved, and where she's hoping to, to take it. So, uh, she talks about, and, and, and she talks about how you can get involved too. So it was a really interesting topic. I really enjoyed, uh, talking to Marcella 
and um and yeah so i'll just i'll let you guys um i'll let you guys listen in let me know what you think uh but without any further ado i present to you marcella pulido so excited thank you for having me on again yeah it's so good to see you again dude it's been like it's been forever i mean i see your face on on instagram all the time but uh since you've been down i mean that was like what like over two years ago i think now yeah Yeah. i was trying to remember when that was and i think two years sounds about right yeah how how how's everything been going since then (laughs) i well i mean this year's been crazy as you can imagine with covid yeah yeah it's been weird i mean generally for the last two years everything's been good yeah. but this year's been weird <laughs> yeah no I, I think we could all agree on that <laughs> yeah but you've been good everything's been good yeah yeah nothing to complain about all for right. the most part have yeah. you have you been coming down here and visiting at all i know you got some family here in redlands yeah they're in colton oh, oh okay. yeah my yeah. my tia is actually in redlands too yeah i try to go down like every like cu- couple months i try yeah. to go in the spring and the winter yeah. so i don't have to go in the summer yeah you don't want to be here right now <laughs> we were just wow. saying how hot it was right like you said yeah. it's starting to cool down over there it's in the it's in yeah. the low 90s well yeah when it was 100 degrees on monday i was like really grumpy about it because i was like <laughs> i did not leave the inland empire to like have to experience <laughs> yeah well like i said we're over here sitting on 100 degrees right now it's pretty terrible <laughs> no thank you so um so tell me a little bit about the, the how the wedding industry has looked for you because you're you're mainly a uh, traveling wedding photographer, destination wedding photographer. So, um, what what's uh, what's these last couple months look like for for you? Uh, quiet <laughs> by comparison, because <laughs> uh, the last big wedding I shot was March 14th, and that was right when everything was starting to come out and about like the pandemic and quarantine. Um, I think it took like a, like the very next day or like within the week that I like filed for unemployment. So I was like, I don't know what's happening this year. Um, and since then, like there were like very early on in the spring, there were a lot of cancellations with things shutting down, venues kind of, of afraid of what was going on, yeah. even some Airbnbs for people trying to plan elopements mm-hmm. in May. Um, so nothing was happening for the first couple of months, but like now things are kind of settling down a little bit more. Um, people are wearing masks and mm-hmm. getting tested and trying to be a lot more responsible. So mm-hmm. I am starting to do a lot more engagement sessions, elopements, just really low key stuff and nothing, nothing. I haven't shot anything with over six people <laughs> at this point. So Have you shot yeah. any weddings, any like really small weddings like that? Yeah, I just yeah. did a, an elopement uh, three weeks ago in, in Eastern Oregon. Yeah. It was literally six people, including the couple, um, and they all got tested that week just to make sure mm. that everything was, like, safe. See, that's that's pretty smart. I've, I've, uh, I've shot two weddings recently. One of them was, like, a backyard wedding, and they had uh, – it was, it was a small amount of guests. They had, like, 10 or 15 people that were there. Uh, but it felt yeah. very safe, like the way they had the backyard set up. Um, a lot of the guests wore masks the whole time, which, you know, I, you know, it, I kind of assumed like, oh, they're family. They're going to like, 
not be wearing masks and not really caring. But a lot of people were, right. were wearing, a lot of family members were wearing their mask and everything. And then the way the backyard was set up, like I was able to, I, I don't think they did it specifically for like the vendors, but I was able to stay like 10 feet away from everybody the entire time, you know, like where, where they had the, they only had three tables set up and uh the patio was like an open patio so i could just walk alongside the grass and photograph them the whole time and never had to like be in there with them so that made me feel uh pretty comfortable and then yeah and then i shot a wedding last weekend that maybe should not have gone down <laughs> but it, you know but it, it wasn't Those are the ones i'm scared of <laughs> it was all outdoors which that, that was comforting i didn't again have to be near anybody so that was all right but it was like it was closer to like 40 people you know and it's, okay yeah it, and that was just that alone thinking about that right now like that that maybe shouldn't have gone down, but I I uh, I waited like two or three days, and I went and got tested myself, and you know everything's yeah. fine. Um, but I mean, I like that you said that everybody went and got tested before they even got together. That's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I have one that's supposed to happen in October, and we just had a, a phone call this week because they're and they're inviting at least thirty six guests, mm -hmm. but of course, like not necessarily all thirty six of them are going to show up. Yeah with everything happening just like even the groomsmen are like seven of them yeah seven out of the ten groomsmen have already said they're not going to show up oh wow uh, because of everything that's going on but th these are things that we discussed too which just like how are we going to keep things safe like mass testing uh social distancing you know all the all the good stuff that we yeah. have now ingrained into like our daily lives but um yeah just kind of going over worst case scenarios and preparing for like what if we legally can't do this you know and that's yeah. a thing like the regulations change by region every day yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. he was asking me he was like so like do you know what the the events like what the what the limit is right now and i was like you know what frankly i have no idea because this is changing constantly yeah. and i just i don't know and and everybody's had such different experiences and situations with this as far as like wedding photographers or vendors go um have you yeah. had any like I, I know people have probably had to cancel or postpone have you had any issues do doing all that a little bit yeah. for the most part i obviously like the whole situation just really sucks yeah on both sides yeah. you know um like clients trying to plan a wedding in the middle of a pandemic and figure out what's legal and possible for them and me just trying to keep a small business running mm -hmm. yeah and so very early on i just kind of realized that um i couldn't really advertise for weddings right now and i didn't want to like post too much on social media i, I kind of just took a step back from it because it was it just felt kind of gross yeah. to me mm -hmm. the advertising and when it came to my clients like it, it came down to i wanted to focus more on the clients that i already have and make sure that i was able to accommodate their postponements and like rescheduling yeah as opposed to trying to hire or trying to get hired by new clients mm -hmm. and then like losing out on prime dates for people that have already booked me yeah. yeah so i've just been trying to be really flexible and like transferring the retainer fee to like a new date but then it's also just like a balancing act of yeah. trying to get everyone on the calendar <laughs> and it's yeah but everyone's been super understanding and like I'm, I'm just glad to that's have the good. clients. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that always makes it easier, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All of our clients have been uh, 
all of our couples have been really, really great. Uh, I think pretty much everybody just moved their dates till next year, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got a couple at the end of the year and they're, you know, they the the way they have it set up, they should be going through. But I think I've talked to them too. They kind of have backup plans or or just moving it, you know, postponing it till later on too. And yeah, you got to be prepared just yeah, in case. Yeah, especially right now. I mean, we've been getting, I've been getting inquiries for earlier this year. Like, well, it's already we're already in August, but I, I was getting inquiries yeah. for like October, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if people are gonna be. You know, I mean, everyone was hopeful for a July reopening and, and we're past that right. now. So now it's like it's it, there's too much uncertainty. We don't know what it's going to look like at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten a couple of inquiries and even then, like, I don't know, just like responding to like the first email. I'm just yeah. like, I, I don't know how to respond to this right now. <laughs> and then the last like, thing you want to do is like take their money too. Cause you, you, that can, right. And I don't want to have to like refund anybody yeah. right now. <laughs> just like, I'm barely hanging off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's gosh. Tough. Yeah. It's been, it's been uh pretty tough, but, but you said you've been working again and um, shooting yeah. some small stuff here and there. Right. So yeah. I know it, it took us a couple months to actually get started. Like I guess marketing, you know, like posting stuff again and feeling comfortable with that. Have you, yeah. have, have you re since you haven't been able to shoot as many weddings, what, what have you kind of like replaced that with? Yeah. So, uh, animal crossing at first. <laughs> <laughs> For like the first, what? Like I was two, not expecting that. <laughs> for like the first two, three months of it, I was just like, I can't work. It's cold. Like you don't do shoots or anything. Please tell me you were streaming. Method. You were streaming Animal Crossing. And you know what? I some... should have. I should have. That was like a missed opportunity. But I was, I was playing Animal Crossing like it was my full time job. I oh swear to God. God. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, work-wise, did you replace it with anything? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think after, I think it was after like my sixth wedding got postponed. Um, I, I just got really frustrated and was just like, I'm not working this year. That I think that's when like it really hit me. Yeah. Like I'm not working this year. Yeah. Like the summer that I was anticipating and prepared for, like isn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so I needed to focus like on other avenues. And so I took some time. Um, I decided to teach myself user experience design and like learn how to like build and design like websites and apps. Uh, I'm still learning, yeah. but that kind of leads into what I ended up uh, creating after, yeah. which is the vendors of color directory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, uh, which yeah. I'm super excited to talk to you about that when you told me that you started that. So wait, so you've been designing all this yourself, like the, the website and everything. Holy cow, man. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. I'm over here. Like I started a vegetable garden and you're learning how to code. <laughs> I, it's not coding. So there's a difference between like, coding and like creating like something yeah. with html whatever the yeah but this is more just like from the design aspect yeah. of like the user experience and so because um because i'm not i'm definitely not the first person to come up with the idea of creating a directory of like poc vendors yeah um but what i was finding was that a lot of people were just kind of creating like excel spreadsheets yeah. or something yeah. and then that was just being like handed around like a pdf that people were emailing 
And while that was great in the sense that they were having that resource, it just wasn't user friendly. Yeah. So, and so that's where, like, well, that's just where like user experience design comes in because it helped give me like a base of like learning how to make something user friendly yeah. and like have a good aesthetic. Dude, that's amazing that you like, like you took that as a hobby and now, now what you're, <laughs> you're already rolling it out like as almost like a business, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about the, the vendors of color. Yes. So I can kind of tell you like what kind of inspired yes, me. Yes. Yes. That's what yeah. I want to know. Because um, last year, I think like right around May or March, there's this couple, this black couple here in Portland called Hakeem and Jasmine. Um, they are, they're models. They they get to model for, you know, like the, the couple that models for like weddings and mm-hmm. for photographers like looking to like create style shoots for their portfolio and stuff. Um, and so like I started following them just because they're local, they're awesome, and I'd seen their work, like them being featured like for everyone. So they started a really cool movement called Change the Wedding Industry. And you can, I'm sure you've probably seen that hashtag yeah. like around. Yeah. Instagram and everything. I think we follow them as well. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I loved everything about the idea of, like, changing what we see within the wedding industry Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, the couples being showcased. Because, like, if you look at most, like, wedding vlogs, most photographers, like, a lot of the portfolio is really white, heteronormative couples. And it looks just, like, very much the same. Yeah. And so they were really wanting to challenge that and you know showcase more couples of color so you could see yourself represented in people's portfolios Mm -hmm. which i love which kind of started this whole movement of like styled shoots incorporating more people of color which is great and i love that but i was i got to go on a couple of these shoots and i was kind of struck by the fact that i was like the only vendor of color yeah and then like the only other person of color was like the couple the models yeah yeah and it just kind of made me feel kind of i don't know it it, it just it still kind of came across like with the the tokenization which is like a big issue yeah and it just got me thinking how much i would really like to have more people of color behind the scenes yeah so it's not i mean um definitely in front of the camera but like nobody thinks about all the vendors in general too right right yeah and, and, like, that's a thing, too, just, like, it kind of ingrained within, like, our culture as people of color is, like, la raza supports la raza, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We go out of our way to make sure we're giving our money back to other brown folks, other yeah. black folks, other Asian folks. And so I wanted to kind of extend that in, like, a bigger scope and just make it so, like, we can help support each other yeah. and get us hired. <laughs> Now in the in in your industry like where you live do you do you see that as as a problem as well like even with like your own experiences there? With like with what what do you mean sorry? Uh like the the vendors you're working with at the weddings that you're yeah. you're attending. Are you not Yes. Like not seeing like representation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very minimum yeah. and like yeah, very minimum and if you look like geographically at like the Pacific Northwest, it is very white. Yeah. But that's not to say that there aren't vendors of color out mm-hmm. here, you know? Yeah. And I just kind of want to make it easier for people to find us yeah. and be able to hire us and kind of show a little bit more of that representation and redistribute the wealth yeah. towards us in the community. 
No, that's that's awesome. And so so with the website, like how are you guys uh what exactly are you guys doing to reach out to to the vendors? Yes. So that is a good question. And that is why I have like a co founder, mm-hmm. uh Jamie Smith or Jamie Ta. Um, she's in charge of like media relations and like helping me like reach out to people and kind of spread the word. Um, a lot of it has also just been like word of mouth and us just kind of reaching out to people and like encouraging them to, to spread it and share it. Mm-hmm. And luckily, um, it's actually proven to be really helpful because, you know, people want to support each other. And so people are really like sharing it and tagging their the people that they know that are vendors of color and, and just kind of wanting to get the word across. And even then, like I've had a lot of like white ally ship vendors who are using this as a resource to have this as like their preferred vendor list yeah. to share with potential clients to get them to hire us. And what's the, what's like the process kind of look like uh, with, with your website? Yeah, so I try to make this as simple as possible. And it's really you just go on the website, you can click on the link. um, And there's just like a little like join the directory link, a little join us button. And it's just like a form that you fill out and you're instantly just added into into the directory. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. and, And I love that it, you know, even for like coordinators and stuff, this is a good place to like help their couples find find more more people uh to represent i also love how like badass your website is you did all this you did this website yeah dude it's so yes. cool i love Thank your you. i love this statement we're here to f shit up in the best way possible yes <laughs> i wanted it to like not be stuffy or like a typical wedding blog or yeah. directory type of thing I didn't want it to be overtly like pastel colors. Yeah. Like I still wanted it to have some vibrancy and just kind of feel relatable and accessible. And have you had any any like any of your own couples that have had any, you know, odd or bad experiences like looking for vendors? Is this something you've you've heard, you know, through through your own clients as well? Yes. And so that was like a big thing. That was a big encouragement for me in my own business. Mm-hmm is that I have couples that are people of color who wanted to hire me specifically as like a Latina out here. Mm -hmm. And I've had couples who were like either same sex couples or people of color who have experienced like micro or macro aggressions in trying to hire wedding vendors Mm -hmm. for some reason or another. I've heard about a photographer saying that they couldn't photograph or edit dark skin. or just like little situations like that, that maybe, I don't know, like these people are unaware are micro or macro aggressions and how difficult it is as a person of color to hear that. And so I do have a lot of clients that explicitly like want to help support more like small business owners and entrepreneurs who are people of color. And I saw, uh, I was looking through your, uh, through the Instagram stories and you had someone post like a video on how to edit, uh, like darker skin tones are, are are you guys planning on like having different avenues through the website like stuff like the educational style content or anything like that yes so that is something we're kind of trying to figure out like a little bit further down the line mm-hmm. but we do want to open it up to bring in like contributors and people who have educational resources as a means of sharing that with the community yeah. for sure yeah yeah and and yeah. ha- and how's it look like so far with with like the 
the vendors that have joined um or when did you actually like have you released this already yet so we kind of did like a soft launch because yeah. i literally just finished and got the website to like this point as of yesterday yeah <laughs> so we kind of just did like a soft launch where like it was live but it wasn't really like it didn't look pretty and it was still just kind of coming together yeah um we were still just kind of sharing it and trying to get the word out um and we do also have like a Facebook community for people to join where we can kind of help collaborate and kind of reach out to each other and be more in contact. Yeah, this is way cool, man. Thank you. This is looking so good. Uh, Thanks. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. This is not a place to be a petty (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A lot of my personality just comes out in that. I I definitely see it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, do not bring your shitty ass drama here. (laughs) Not the place. Oh man. Yeah, this is good. Um, And have you been sharing this like with your, your couples as well? Yes. Uh, Definitely, like, I have some couples that, like, follow me on Instagram, and I've been posting on there more than anything, um, and I have a lot of my couples just kind of reach out through there, and just like, this is amazing, or yeah. a lot of my couples, frankly, have already, like, hired their vendors, and a lot of them have already expressed, like, oh, my God, we wish we had this yeah. when we first started planning, Yeah, but I'm definitely going to kind of incorporate it into my workflow and make sure that I'm sending this out to every client going forward. So, what kind of, um, what kind of vendors are you going to start, like, featuring on here? So we're just going to feature where I think what I want to do is just kind of like reach out to the community and figure out like who people want to see on there. Cause it's hard. Cause like, I don't want to just pick my favorite vendors too, yeah. or like pick my friends or anything. Yeah. And I want to make sure that I'm just kind of picking it like a wide array and getting to feature everybody. Um, so we are still just kind of starting off with doing like simple, like featured vendors um, on the website and on the, on the Instagram pretty soon we're going to get into going like doing like bi-weekly or bi-monthly i'm not sure yet like interviews and having like a more in-depth yeah um like article on on each each vendor yeah well you know this this would also be a great um avenue for podcast (laughs) 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 i'm just saying if you want to you know (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how much more you want to take on right now. <laughs> not that right now. <laughs> it would be super cool, yeah. but maybe like further down the line. If I mean, once winter hits, you know, I don't really have much else going on work wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this, uh, so is this just kind of central to Pacific Northwest or are, or are you guys going to expand on that as well? Yeah. So that was something we were discussing too. Cause I mean, obviously, this is something that should go national if, yeah. it, if we can get it to. But for the time being, we mostly want to focus on the Pacific Northwest, like Portland, Seattle, yeah. Bradding, Idaho in there, um, if we can tap into that market. We want to keep it predominant to this area just because it is like the whitest part of the country. Yeah. And so we have less voices that we want to focus on. Because like, I know, of course, like in California, there's a ton of like awesome like brown and whatever like 
vendors and yeah. like i would love to showcase everybody and like especially because like i know a ton of people down there yeah but i feel like that would be a little overwhelming for us right now there's a there's a lot of vendors in california a lot a lot yeah <laughs> yeah no but i i could totally see that i just know that like you know just us we would love to you know provide this kind of resources for our clients yeah but i, I do want you know i do think that uh, maybe it's a little different down here. I mean, we've been pretty fortunate to have worked with like a diverse group of uh, vendor couples and vendors, you know. Yeah. And we, yeah. I, I want to say that we, we actually do get a lot of Latino couples reaching out to us. So I don't know yeah. if we've seen it as much as a problem, but I mean, there's, there's also a lot of you know, predominantly white areas down here as well, but. I feel yeah, like, for sure. I feel like it, it's probably a bigger issue up there. Like you said, it's a lot. Uh, there's not enough representation up there. It's just like this region is just historically and very, very white mm -hmm. and has a very ugly racist background yeah. in history to yeah. it. And so, but at the same time, like you've have you seen what's been going on in Portland with the like the Black Lives Matter protests and the feds mm -hmm. having been here and everything. Yeah. I feel like this is a good turning point for mm -hmm. what's happening out here because people are kind of taking this time to educate themselves and really stepping up and trying to do more for the community. Yeah. So I think this is a good time for us to kind of just everyone tap into that and, yeah. and focus on just helping support us. Yeah, no, you're, you're right about that. Um, what, what is like your guys's uh, ultimate goal with, with this, uh, with this project? Yeah, so I'm focusing mainly on two things right now. Like one is obviously like getting the website up and getting visibility from potential clients. Um, that I'm I'm seeing that as like an opportunity for people to like put money into the pockets of the BIPOC community out here, um, which is awesome, and I want to see more of that. And second is just really kind of growing the community and having that be more as a resource of us to connect with each other and collaborate, create more self shoots, um, whatever that means for us as a means of also just being able to get more business. Yeah. Dude, well, this, this is really great. I love this. I love the idea of this. Uh, I'm sure you guys have a ton of people that are on board with this. Um, yeah. I'm going to join the group, even though I'm not in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> you can join. You can hear a little... <laughs> you can join our little like digital like zoom happy hours and stuff oh man that's awesome what what are you going to be doing with the with the blogs is it just going to be more like to feature um more vendors as well yes so we're gonna kind of just start doing like stories we're gonna share tips for clients we're yeah. gonna do featured vendors and we're just gonna reach out again to like our community and just like ask them to be contributing writers if they have anything that they want to share yeah like anything that they want clients to know, anything they want other vendors to know, like whatever that looks like. Dude, this is awesome. And um, uh, how do you know Jamie? So Jamie, I was connected to her when I first started this because um, somebody was just like, hey, Jamie's doing like something similar. Uh, but she had, I think it was like an Excel spreadsheet that it, like you still had to kind of go in and manually adjust and like add everyone and be able to reach out to everyone. Um, and so we just kind of joined forces at yeah. that point. I was just like, Hey, you're doing this. Me too. Let's kind of just get everything together. Um, and, but I'll make it look pretty. 
and I, and I love that you have these two diff, you know, as, as you guys starting this, you guys have these two different views. You, you're, you know, you with the photography and, and she was a event coordinator, right? So, yes. So, which means she just, she's way more organized than I am. <laughs> and it's just like way better at like reaching out and like knowing who to reach out to kind of spread the word about it. Yeah. And so that's, brilliant so it's just like we ha- we need the two of us to work together to make this come together and like work well you yeah, know yeah well next time- i definitely oh go ahead can't do that myself it's just <laughs> i just can't do that myself <laughs> well next time we're gonna have to have her on as well to see- to get like a like a progress report how everything's how everything's been going with it oh my god absolutely and i hope to see this grow and just do good things I have no doubt it will. This is such a great uh, project to be. Who wouldn't want to be involved with this, right? I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And I love, man, I love everything about this. Like, I love the color scheme. Uh, I love you. the feature on the on on the vendors. Yeah, yeah cool. and what I'm hoping is even like, like, yeah, we're focusing on like the Pacific Northwest, but if, if this also helps create like a framework for people to be able to start this and like kind of start their own community in yeah. their own regions. Yeah. Then like, that's awesome. Yeah. I can see this taking off like that too. Like you guys yeah. s- starting this thing and everyone just kind of going, you know, like you said, making their own, their own groups in the same realm. I, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we can just kind of, figure out a way to share the framework and kind yeah. of encourage other people to do the same thing. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. Is there, uh, is there anything else you want to share with everybody about, about this project you guys are doing? Um, I mean, at this point, admittedly, like everything, um, I'm not looking to make a profit off of this whatsoever. Like I've paid for everything like website hosting and just put in my, my time into like designing it. But if anybody wants to take the time to donate, there's a donate button like on the main page that just kind of helps us like maintain upkeep like on the website and mm-hmm. will help us like be able to fund more of like the age educational resources going forward. Yeah. Cause we definitely want to get to the point where we can like host workshops and in, in both ways for like the, the BIPOC community and also as a means of like hiring our folks to like help educate people who are trying to figure out how to be better white allies. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. a, that's amazing and uh just for everybody um i'll put i'll put all the links in the show notes but the your guys' instagram is uh at vendors of color right vendor yeah. vendors yeah. of color and then the website is yeah. vendors of color dot uh, com so i think it is yeah. definitely worth a look check it out um i'm gonna go ahead and just encourage everybody to follow and and join <laughs> especially if you're listening you from so the much. pacific northwest right <laughs> Yeah. I but, mean, they're one of us. Yeah. Come join us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see uh, this whole thing take off. When you messaged me about this, this is, uh, yeah. I was so excited that you're, that you're a part of this and that you're, you guys are working on something. This, this is going to be big. Yeah. I, I hope so. I, I mostly just want to see like our community rise. That's yeah. really all I want to see. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, um, well, this has been great. Thanks for coming on here and, and talking to me about this and letting everybody know. Um, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll pass and share the word and, and hopefully we get some more people uh, involved with you guys. Thank you. That would be awesome. And thanks for having me on again. It's always such a pleasure. <laughs> Oh,
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. Uh, just as a reminder, if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. And you can go join our Facebook group where we have a, 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 a great community of photographers and videographers and different vendors all in there. So if you have any questions that you want to ask, you can get some feedback from the community. You can ask questions that you want to hear on the podcast. Um, so go join our community. It's really awesome. If you want to support this podcast, you can. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you just left a five-star rating, left a review. I think it helps the, the podcast grow. Uh, so thank you guys all for listening. Um, and again, it, um, we have linked up with Publisher by Narrative. Um, they are a software uh, that makes it easier and more efficient to put blogs out. So if you want to go check that out, you can test it out for free and you can use uh, our affiliate link and get 15% off using uh, code Del Toro Photo. So definitely go check them out. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you guys on the next one.